4: bunch of our diehards and a bunch of new faces as well. Shout out to everyone who came out and joined us for the watch party tonight. We got a Suns dub and you know what that means. The PHX crew is still undefeated when doing a social event and and on top of it, we get sexy, sexy sacks sex because the suns took down the nets 136 to one twenty. Enjoy it, y'all. Yeah. Go ahead, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. it. Oh, my goodness. What a fun game uh, for all of us out here at the watch party. That was enjoyable. We had some really memeable moments from this one. Obviously, we had a great game and big second half from Kevin Durant. Yusuf Nurkit showed up really. Uh, strongly as well. What's your guys's uh, prime takeaway in this one? The purple
1: pants are back, and we're winning again.
0: <laughs> Tracy,
1: I'm sorry, but they're staying.
4: You that's got, what Tracy, I have to say. you got to take one for the team. How, How many, many pairs do you have?
0: Three. Okay, that's good. Three. <laughs> got no, that's the
1: same one, and they never get washed.
0: Gonna... <laughs> you gotta, you gotta
4: keep the luck
1: in, in them, all right? That was my concern. Yeah, that's that's what's going on. No, <laughs> no, there, it, there's three pairs of them. Uh, my. Okay. Uh, my biggest takeaway is it wasn't a Buscemi. There was some debate here at Bad MGM. Was that a Buscemi? No. Mm. Was it a Brad Pitt? No. It was a Thunder Road. Okay. Hey, you in a beauty, but hey, you're all right. Okay. okay? Yeah, it was. It was good. They mm-hmm. got it done, and I'm happy about
0: that. Right. right. It was a. For me, it was a Jack Harlow. It was. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> it was fine. It was there. It's a, showing up and everything Jack Harlow, <laughs> a little like, bit. A little but uh, no, it was. It was fine. Like they. It was a little shaky there in the fourth quarter, but they stabilized things. Uh, Frank made the adjustment with his rotation there to have booking at the start of the fourth. We'll talk about that. But I I thought that they stabilized, and that's something we've seen them do in the last two games now, which is encouraging.
1: Can I I change what I'm calling it? What? I'm going to call it a Borgay. It was good when they showed up.
0: Wow. wow. Well, because you're
3: usually, you're not always on, (laughs) But it's wow. always good wow. when you're
2: here. Oh, okay. I'll
3: take
0: this for it I'll take the compliment. I'll take the compliment. <laughs> he meant it well. I think. And I didn't did did mean I did, I did not mean it, it rude. World. I think
3: you did. <laughs>
0: no.
2: You know what? Um I, I and we kinda touched on this in the pregame, but yeah, man, you know, man. the fourth quarter is obviously what everybody wants to talk about. Mm-hmm. Mm. But you, you can't talk about the fourth quarter. And completely ignore what this team is starting to do consistently in the third quarter. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, the other game, the other day against Miami, they go up twenty-eight. The game never got under eleven points in the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. To me, that's as dominant as you can be in the NBA. Now, the quarter stats don't look cute. But the totality of the game is what I'm looking at. Like when they came out of this third quarter, and they got it up to 20. At no point in that fourth quarter did I ever feel any anxiety or any feeling that the Suns were gonna let this game, you know, slip, slip, slip out of the cracks or something. So uh, they got better. This fourth quarter was better, right? Mm-hmm. Significantly yes. better. Not perfect. But a step in the right direction, and I'm, I'm starting to like to see – I'm starting to like what I see from this team when they come out the locker room
4: yes, at
2: halftime. They're, they're really starting to uh, to shift some things. We'll get into what Gerald said with the book minutes later, but I mean, I'm I'm cool, man. Good night. Yeah. Better than the bouchami, man. Stop with the bouchami. <laughs> <laughs> I said it wasn't a bouchami, yeah, but we shouldn't even be talking bouchami. No. It's like Flex's new cut. It was it, it was fresh good. to death, baby. It was good. <laughs> 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 All
4: right, guys, let's talk a little bit about Kevin Durant. Obviously, as we know, it was his first time back in Brooklyn since the trade. He did have a tribute video, and from what I hear, people did cheer him tonight, Yeah, which is a positive. Like, I know that you're allowed to feel however you want to feel, um, but I don't think KD was to blame for the whole Brooklyn situation. Does it suck that he asked out for that fan base? Sure. But listen, we're the Phoenix Suns, and he's on our team, so we're going to celebrate that. (laughs) But I'm glad that he had a good homecoming, or of sorts, uh, tonight. And, of course, he is going to be our big, bright, shiny star, KD. Finished tonight with 33 points, 8 assists, 5 rebounds. He was 10 of 16 from the field, 2 of 6 from deep. And KD had a monster second half. So, at halftime, KD had 16 points and 5 assists. In the third quarter, he was up to 27 points and 7 assists. Like, this was a fun performance from KD. And, of course, the most iconic memeable moment that we got from tonight from him.
1: I don't know, because book <laughs> at the end too. I, I came no, and said, you know what? Both were great. We got it we got another meme
3: coming too. <laughs> we're so. gonna
4: we use both of those multiple times. Mm. But I feel like honestly, I love the book celebration because of the way that it kind of brings back the twins and Mikel <laughs> and all that fun stuff. But when you're talking about something you can use on social on a oh. regular basis, this one from K D is Top notch the,
1: the best part too is staring into the crowd yes. and he just stares with it. Which and was what did he awesome.
4: say like this big? This this big, big. This big, that big.
1: to yeah. his former teammate, man, Cam yeah. Thomas. That's well, tough. He was this big tonight. And Cam Thomas
2: was this the big. The difference is is that when K D did that to Cam, mm-hmm. in the in ba- in the basketball world, that's malicious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's that's malicious intent, right? Mm-hmm. What Boog did was more love. That's tailored to it's <laughs> like yo, I love you, I love you, little bro. I'm gonna tease you, I bit but I love you, little bro. I'm gonna remind you who the real number one is. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know you changed your jersey number, but I'm just gonna. So, nah, I thought the book one was cool as hell, and that's paying homage, and that's more respect. Katie, ruthless man. (laughs) Katie, ruthless man. I love that you got that
1: East Coast sense of what respect is because that was at the end of the game when the wind's in in hand, Mm. he decides to do that in Mikhail's face. Like that's a unique sense of respect. It's kind of like me insulting Gerald to his face and telling him I meant it in a (laughs) positive
3: (laughs) manner.
4: No, but I do think there. I think when you're in a competitive situation like the sport of basketball, there you're. It's different. Yes, it is. You know is. what I mean? It like, is. when you're talking trash to somebody that you care about or respect from that level, like, both a professional and a personal level, yep. it's different. It's not the same. Uh, like, KD's was a little bit more, his was more harsh. His are was we, more like, I'm literally sure talking he, trash. He and Cam don't, don't have that and relationship.
1: Fight from yeah, your no,
4: time I, 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 but it still yeah. felt a little worse I but think, maybe it's just because we don't have the same maybe it's context. like you're my, you're my right, younger you're brother right, right. well
2: no i, I think <laughs> they i do? think they do but i again i think there's levels to it like i think kd doing it is like staying your place low man you know what i'm saying like stay in your place low man chill out and i think big book uh book doing it It's like, I love you, little bro. You know what time it is. You know what I'm saying? So, this is a little different intent.
4: I don't have um, the context, but a couple people. So, Jeremiah in the chat said, Cam is little bro to KD. They're super close. LOL. And then they said, Cam and KD used to play one on one daily and cam would lie about winning so maybe <laughs> it is funny. the same for katie and cam and if that's the case i'm not mad it at, probably, either way i'm not mad it's
0: at it. it's love but it's also savage because they yeah. know what's going to get yes. under their skin yes. and that's the best part about it is like he probably knew that that piss cam thomas off yeah. just like book new mikhail is gonna be like man yeah use my own sally against me you know what's funny
2: <laughs> though oh, you, you make a great point mm. i could imagine based <laughs> on what they just said mm. They're playing one on one in practice mm-hmm. and KD is whooping his ass most of the time. <laughs> yeah. And he's literally telling them, "You know why I'm beating you, little bro? Cuz you too small." Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to imagine right? that is what he was doing in practice
3: yes. too. Yeah. And he
2: brings it out on the court. You're "Too small, bro." Now <laughs> now again, the selly that's like to me that's a tribute. That's like, "Yo, I'm because you got to think you got to think about this." And and I want your opinion on this. Devin, you have to be really good to get that out of Devin mm. and Kevin.
3: Mm. Like,
2: they're not going to do that if there's not mutual respect or you're really good. Um, and so for Devin to do that sally, again, I think it's more of a tribute and saying, I respect your game enough that I'm going to give you your own little sally back. But thought so like, it was
1: cool. I like seeing it from KD because one thing we've said is we haven't seen the all that emotion, yeah, and that yeah. came out tonight. And, he, and it was as part of... A great game that he put together when you, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I know we talked about the stat line, but I mean, this is a complete game with those 33, eight assists, five rebounds, the two blocks. Like, mm-hmm. he came out and he did a little bit of everything tonight, mm-hmm. uh, and, and very much, it, you know, helped get this win out there and kind of will this team. With some energy at different times tonight, I, I really like what I saw from him. So. Yeah,
0: he, he was phenomenal on both ends. You mentioned the two blocks. Uh, only three turnovers tonight. Like, got to the free throw line 12 times. It was just a very complete, well-rounded game from him. Um, and they, the Suns did a really good job of finding him, like we talked about in pregame. Like, Nurk and him have really good chemistry to where they have the give-and-go chemistry down. Nurk is going to find him on cuts. He's going to find him on offensive rebounds for easier shots. A couple of dunks that KD had were off of Nurk finding him in that way. So uh, it's good to see them develop that chemistry. And there's a reason why Nurk is somehow leading this team in net rating. It's because when he's on the floor, he's good at finding these guys and connecting them.
2: Can I jump on that, G? Because, Mm -hmm. you know, we talked about it a couple nights back. I'm going to continue to say it. It's just my belief. You don't want to believe it. I mean, it's your opinion. I really believe if Nurk does not get hurt in the Pacer game, mm-hmm. the Suns win that basketball game. Yeah. I, I really do. They were controlling that game. Their inability to get rebounds and crash the glass and close out possessions is what did them in against the Pacers. And again, you can look at the, the score all you want, the end result— that Orlando game, the Suns were up double digits. And that Azebueke missed dunk at about the five-minute mark. Went Took a two-point game that should have been tied to a five-point game like that. And then it snowballed. I believe Nurk's a factor. Nurk, they're 0-4 when Nurk doesn't play. Mm-hmm. Men lie. Women lie. Numbers don't, damn it. Mm-hmm. That's they're, not true. Uh, well, numbers can lie, too. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. They numbers can.
0: can be misinterpreted. Yeah, hey, well,
4: they, they can. But again,
2: he comes back and... The train keeps rolling, mm-hmm. yeah. And so we can't, we we just can't, uh, you know, ignore that factor. Nurk's important, and tonight he's incredible. I, I find Kevin Durant's connection with big men interesting, though, too, because we saw it with Jock last
1: year too. That it was an important kind of yeah. two man game as well. And you know, I I loved seeing both of them kind of get get going, work together tonight. Uh, and you know, I just I, I love that it was a complete game.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know,
1: I, I know there were moments, you know that you okay wasn't wasn't wire to wire then blow the doors off wire to wire Whatever, but this was a complete game move things around You know figure out how to get everybody involved
2: kind of night and the stat sheet especially with the starters, shows it. When do we get to the point and and this is an honest question as when do we get to the point? And and maybe I know the answer to this but the style points man Like we're getting to, not you, not you. In general, I'm feeling more and more people like talking about how they won, uh, how much they won by, and how they went about it, Mm -hmm. as opposed to just appreciating winning in the National Basketball Association. Because they're considered a super team.
4: And well, style points yeah, are going to matter
1: with a big three. You know
2: you know
4: what it the highest... It does. I but, mean, that, that's, okay. you're not wrong with that. As, as okay. far as, like, it matters in terms of how people judge them,
0: how mm-hmm. people
4: perceive them, and how people talk about them. Like, you're expected to win in certain ways when ah. you have a quote-unquote big three. When you have that, superstars on your team, you're not supposed to have these, like, grinded-out games all the time. You're not supposed to have these... Come back from down twenty-two plus points all the time. You're supposed to be dominating. Well, I mean, See, I don't
2: know what. De- so, what's your? I'm de- not saying it's no. right.
4: I'm just saying that's kind of the idea. The, that's the, That's how it's discussed. The
2: highest differential in the NBA is the Boston Celtics at plus nine. Okay, so I mean, you can look at the numbers however you want. I get that, but look at Milwaukee
1: and Gerald. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but I mean they're thirty and thirty two and fifteen. Yeah. they were. They had a very good record. Uh, and they still let their coach go. There's a perception that they're not playing up to their uh, to their potential. Mm. Like why is that? Because they got a big three. Style points matter but depending on the construction of your roster and if the only end goal for your team is a championship, if that's all you're being judged on, regular season is all style points because in in all actuality, nothing matters till those sixteen wins in the playoffs. So everything is a dress rehearsal. So style points matter in a dress
2: rehearsal to to the to the larger it, national yeah. narrative with it. Yeah, I, I, I hate it. I hate it because the NBA is tough. Yeah, yeah. the NBA is really damn I mean, tough. She's, Sean
4: Sean in the chat said it's unfair judgment in the NBA in twenty twenty four because every team is talented. That's right. Mm-hmm. Every, team totally. every team can put up one ten.
2: Every team can put up one ten. Lens. Everybody's talented. It's a scoring league. It's a miss or make league. And so I don't like, I look at this game and I'm like, um, if you go up in a basketball game 20 points and you're able to win and dub- by double digits on the road, I don't give a damn if you play in the Idaho Stampede. If you're on the road in the NBA and you walk away with a double digit win, I don't know. I don't, I can't fathom a world where we're trying to find a problem. With that, Or, like, not us. Again, hey. I'm just saying there's too much of this. Miami's good, man. I know they're on a slide, but that's a well-coached team. That game never got below
1: 11. Look, if you beat the, the Idaho Stampede, I want to know where you got your time machine because I haven't been a team in a long time. <laughs> uh, but uh, when, you, like, when you look at it, Gerald, uh, with this, I mean, style points – none of this really matters it's all it's all narrative right like that's all it is
0: i mean i yeah i I don't know about style points or narratives i I think there are some reasons to look at some of these games and be concerned about the fourth quarter stuff Mm because these are tendencies these are habits these are things that are recurring and things that you can fix they're not unfixable either at the same time i think they're taking baby steps to addressing them like we we saw tonight frank changing up the rotation a little bit we saw them stabilize after giving up a run where they got it down to i think 10 yeah. um and then they were able to push that lead back out they were able to hit some shots this is the chipping away at bad habits that it's going to take more it's not going to happen just one great fourth quarter where they're going to all everything's going to click it's going to take some time for them to put this mental block behind them because watching this team in the fourth quarter, it's nothing but mental. Like they're mm-hmm. missing makeable shots. They're the other teams are going off because they can sense that opening that yep. the Suns are giving them. And it's a mental hurdle at this point. Mm-hmm. So the best way to do that is not with one, you know, Eureka moment where you have a good fourth quarter and suddenly everything's fixed because each yes. team plays differently. Each situation's different. Sometimes your lineups are going to be different, but they're steadily chipping away at it, and that's what I'm encouraged by. The last two games, they've had double-digit leads. The other team has gone on a run, and they've kept it in double digits and been able to pull out the win, and so that's encouraging to me.
1: Yeah, and the style point thing, I think, is just a byproduct of the world we live in now.
4: With media 24-7 constantly. Even just
1: in general. I mean, think about social. It's likes, Mm -hmm. it's retweets, it's interactions, it's, you know. Uh, it's how are you per, how are you portraying the life you're living i think style points is a way of life now unfortunately and the lens it's looked at so yeah, absolutely. it's
0: jokes for engagement pretty much <laughs> yeah i mean there's
2: only there's only 11 team, there's 30 teams in the nba there's only 11 teams in the entire nba to have a plus 2 differential hmm. Sons are one of them hmm. right and so uh, again i look at the i look at these teams and i say I used to talk about DeAndre in his life. He got a lot of crap in the regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were moments in the playoffs, especially during the finals run and, and that, that year where Book got hurt and we played the Pelicans in the first round. There were moments where I said, you know, DeAndre's, the best version of DeAndre's in the playoffs. What he does sticks out and jumps out more in the playoffs. Mm. In a weird way, guys, and y'all can go ahead and kill me for saying this, but I'm starting to believe that this basketball team is better suited for playoff basketball. Mm. I, I just feel like the, the grind of the regular season, the roller coaster, the constant shifting of opponents, I think this team is going to be better suited when they have an opponent and it's a seven-game series and they can make adjustments and they can play to their strengths. I got a feeling that you know, some of these things we're dealing with now, we're going to be grateful that we're with it now come playoff time. Hey, we'll,
4: I, we'll find out I, I
2: see some people in the chat you want nookie monster get those likes up i'm not
1: i'm not
4: yeah he doesn't you know, do it for free give me, give me
1: 200 likes before i'm <laughs> i'm gonna ruin my my vocal cords for that yeah hit right? the like button i man. mean Come
4: on. but like you said Fleg, see i go through some adversity now it's the exact same thing Devin told us just a, yeah. a few weeks ago you know kind of go through those those bumps now get your your bruises taken care of so you learn everything and you're set to peak at the right time as yep. a team but listen if you're going to be chronically online at least get some money by going to desertfinancial.com 200 because right now they want to hook you up when you open a free checking account online with 200 in bonuses desert financial for more than 84 years has been arizona's largest most trusted local credit union and they are dedicated to creating exceptional experiences by giving back to the community and providing financial solutions that make lives better. So don't leave $200 in bonuses on the table. Get started by visiting desertfinancial.com/slash/200.
1: Flex, yeah, I, I'm struggling here, man. Where where are we again?
2: Where are we again? Yeah. We at the Bed MGM. Thank you. Uh, have you seen
1: $158? I, I misplaced place. I took it. Did you? I, took it. I think I saw it too. Well, you know where I got that 158 bucks this where Wednesday cook? When I put $5 <laughs> in the BetMGM <laughs> Sportsbook app, and I bet that on anything. I, I don't even remember what I wagered it on. Uh-huh. But they gave me $158 uh, in bonus bets. It was just that easy by using the code PHNX when I downloaded the app. I made that $5 bet. They put that right in my account and then Lindsay stole it from me. So, they, if you want, if you want to help Lindsay uh, get a <laughs> retirement fund up and let her steal 158 bucks from you, make sure to sign up for the BetMGM Sportsbook app. Use the code PHNX. Place that first uh, BetMGM Sportsbook wager through the app for at least $5, you're going to receive 158 dollars in bonus bets instantly. You know why it's 158 because it's Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Fifty-eight. I think oh. I legally can say that it's the big game. Fifty-eight. Uh, check out the show notes for full details. And now listen to—I believe it's Damon this time. Talk about the disclaimer. Gambling problem? Call one-eight hundred GAMBLER. Available in
0: the U.S. Call eight-seven-seven-eight HOPE NY or text HOPE NY four-six-seven-three-six-nine in New York. Call one-eight 327 5050 Massachusetts. Twenty-one plus to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Call one-eight hundred NEXT STEP Arizona, one-eight hundred BETS OFF Iowa, one-eight 7117 for confidential help. Michigan, one-eight hundred nine-eight-one-zero-zero-two-three Puerto Rico. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Visit betmgm.com for terms. This promotional offer is not available in New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico.
1: Get stuffed, Ontario. And
4: yes, for all of you sweet baby angels in the chat who are asking if I won my bet tonight, I sure did. I was the only one who won tonight. And y'all gave me so much grief about my bet. Not just tonight, but the other night as well. And the night before that, and the night before that, and all season long, y'all been giving me grief about my vets, but I'm winning a couple of them, so give me some flowers.
0: Hey. Three seasons from now, she's going to be right back in Let's
4: this thing. Go. <laughs> uh, how <laughs> much mo- my $6.50.
0: <laughs> how much money Shout do you have now? Nirk,
4: I got $69.56. Nice.
1: <laughs> Look at you.
4: Nice. Nice. Yes, I bet NERC to win the tip. It was a minus 165, but he won the yeah. tip, and I got my W. Everybody else took L's, so leaderboard looks like. solid at the top with 156. Espo in second with 128.50. Me with 69.56. And Flexi went down just a smidge more. Yeah. You're minus Stop. 16.01 yeah. tonight.
1: You, Flexi baby's broke down there right I, now. I
4: listen, listen.
2: <laughs> tonight could have been huge. A couple mm. points here. And I, and I hit that bet and I'm right there with Lindsay. Lindsay, I love what you're doing.
4: Thank you. You know, if,
2: if I can, if, if it was all-star <laughs> voting, you got Would my you vote me? to make the all-star team. You know why? Because why? you're out thinking these guys. Like, <laughs> They're at they're at the top.
3: How, no, 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 no. But she's I. She's in third place. But
2: listen to me. Listen to me. I, Shut I, I, it, that Here's my point. You guys are up front, <laughs> and y'all wasting y'all wasting that lead. And she's chipping away, getting these 16s yeah. and these 20s. Before you know it, she gonna okay. catch y'all. But yeah. she's not gonna catch me. Okay, but because you, I'm you, gonna end up getting hip to what she's doing and, and coming with a you know master plan to catch everybody.
0: But you know this meme of the guy that's celebrating and he's he's flipping people off and kissing the women and he's spraying champagne and it shows pans out and shows her in third place. <laughs> that <mean>? That's what <laughs> <Lindsay. laughs>
1: Gerald, you're you're a media member, right? Uh. So you're one of the kind of people that vote uh, for mm-hmm. for All Star, right? Yeah. Do you vote for the player that isn't flashy, doesn't score a lot, <laughs> and, and their team is in third no, place? No, 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 no.
2: You vote for the guys that swing big I'm and hit no. that's no. Every you. know who you are. No. Dog no, 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 no. no. Let me hold on real quick. <laughs> Let me defend Lindsay. Let me defend Lindsay. You know who you are. As for listen, in baseball terms, oh. Lindsay is the three hundred batter that's okay. going to make the playoffs because he consistently every night is getting it done. Damn. What you are is the guy to his, the Grand Slam home run and then goes 0 for 30. I
1: must have I <laughs> missed that's, that. That's what
2: you're doing. I must have missed that
1: Nike commercial where they said, chicks dig the single. Alright? <laughs> chicks dig the long ball and that's what I do. I swing big and I win big and I make the all-star game. Alright? That's how it is. <laughs> Last
4: time I checked, I was the only chick on this program, so I think I get to decide what chicks like, not you. As well. it, it was valid. <laughs> <laughs> and also, we gotta give Nurk a little bit of love here. I know we yes. talked about him and. In- his oh, yeah. uh, relationship with KD, but not only did Nurk help me win my bet tonight, he is also our PHX factor of the game. Yusuf Nurkic had himself a night. He finished with 28 points, 11 rebounds, six assists. He was 11 of 15 from the field. And at halftime, he had 17. So this was consistently throughout the entire game. <laughs> Shout out to Nurk. He flirting, was flirting with a triple double in this one.
0: He was great. And I. Tweet, jokingly tweeted in the first half, like feed Nurk, because we, for yeah. years, were told about feed DA and they were punishing the net smaller matchups yeah. with Nurk. And it mm-hmm. actually was a thing where they kept feeding him because he was punishing those smaller matchups. He was finishing around the basket, he was finding guys when he got hit with double teams. Like, he was really good for the, that stretch specifically. Um, And the Nets couldn't stop him. So shout out to Nurk because he was huge in this game. Only missed four of his fifteen shots. Like that's pretty impressive.
1: Yeah, Nurk could have hit him with the too small all night. Yeah, Yeah. I mean every play (laughs) Nurk could have hit him with that. Uh, I will not accept any Nurk slander on this program in the chat on the Twitter.
4: Angel this year, Uh, y'all. If
1: if Saul brings any of that uh, Nurk slander again, I'm going off. All right, Mm. because this guy has come in and done everything that you asked of him and some more on certain nights. When we heard, oh, it's a better fit, you go, okay, what does that really mean? We're seeing what that means. This guy is a better fit with this team. This guy fits with with the big three. He makes this offense a little bit better every time he's out there because, as we said, he's that connective tissue. And tonight... He was able to add it in in the scoring column because they had the mismatch. They had a matchup that aligns with him. That's when you're going to get the big scoring nights is when they have a mismatch. But he's also great with getting those passes. I know the turnovers can be a little frustrating, but we saw some really great passes, and he took care of the boards. I mean, he had 11 tonight, and we were talking about it in the pregame. Claxton had had... Uh, every game except for one in the month of January with 10 or more boards. He had
2: nine tonight. Yeah. Nurk out-rebounded. Nurk was not nurk tonight, man. He, he's just, I mean, he, he listen, 28-11-6. I mean, you can't, he missed four shots. Four 11, shots. 11-15. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's incredible. And I can't continue, I, I it's crazy that we continue to ignore how much Nurk means to this basketball mm-hmm. team in regards to being a glue guy and a connector. Mm-hmm. Like tonight he was rewarded in the in the in the box in the box score, right? He was rewarded in the box score, but there's most nights where he's not. There's a lot of nights where you look at Nurk and it doesn't look as shiny as it does tonight. But you can sit here and see the impact he has. I keep going back to the Chicago game. That K D shot is not it's not remotely possible without the play that Nurk makes before KD takes the shot. Mm-hmm. And this team trusts him to make those plays. So when when Nurk is playing like this, that takes this team to another level. They're super dangerous when he's playing like this. Well, you know what he did tonight? He put in the
1: Nurk, 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 Nurk. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. had to get it in. So <laughs>
4: you were supposed to read that as the super chat. Kevin. Oh, sent did, it. He, but, it oh did he Do it again. Give Kevin his love. Uh,
1: Kevin, where are we? Kev uh, says, uh, call one eight hundred Nurkitch. Uh, block shots, will dunk. Hell, he even. Uh, Unstuck balls with a broom for you. Mm. Nurk, 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 nurk. We'll do the work, 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 work. <laughs> there you <laughs> go, Kev. You got your money's worth. I Twice like I did it. Why? Nice. Actually, the chat. and he
4: sent it again. Yeah.
1: Uh, another two dollars. Nurk, 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 nurk. Does the work, 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 work. I All like right, it. I'm done. I I'm like out. It. I like it.
4: I, I, okay. We got to address something in the chat because what? everyone's yelling at me right now. What? So I called Nurk, our sweet baby angel. You did. It's a As controversial the, take. As the inventor of the sweet baby angel, <laughs> oh, when yeah, it comes to the that. Phoenix Suns, uh-huh. uh-huh. I think I have the most. My vote counts the most.
0: It does. It, it is a collective.
4: It is a collective. Yeah, it should be like sixty. For like you got it's the 60. fan vote, yeah. chunk? Okay. I still think it should be sixty. Anyway, <laughs> uh, no. Y- you had, we're not putting oh, a she'll poll. get smashed in the poll. we get smashed we in will. the poll because everybody <laughs> wants it to be Grace and Allen. How about we have two this year?
0: Did I we mean, collectively agree to have no. two? No, didn't we have two? That down we the We did
4: have two. It was McKell and Cam no. were the originals. I, so I think we, I feel like I, Cam
0: was the one. Though. Cam
4: was the OG, and Mikel was also added in. Basically, I like. think
1: yeah. I think they're the new twins, but it's the uh, Devito Schwarzenegger kind of twins, <laughs> oh, and Grayson Allen and and, uh, and
2: Nurk. Oh man, hey, that might be. That does make well, a little sense. Yeah,
1: I although I do love know. the chat saying he's sweet uncle nerd, <laughs> <Sweet laughs> which, uncle is, sweet uncle which is
2: unique,
1: unique in and it of itself.
4: I don't know, like, I listen, I love Grayson definitely a 180 as far as him being on the Sun squad, but there's just something about Nurk that I feel like
2: he I gets know, my he's, vote.
4: he's such a good teammate, he gets my he vote. Is. he is such a good teammate, and that's not to say that Grayson Allen isn't, but you right. can tell with how quickly. Their relationship bonded, like him, KD, him and Book, like how it's grown throughout the season, the things on social media. I know I always go back to that, but even the way they all talk about each other, the way that Frank Vogel talks about Nurk, like Nurk's that guy. For me, for I me. don't know, man. I know, I get it. I, I get feel like Grayson's sorry.
0: a sweet baby angel. I okay, feel like fine. he's taking over, but that's just me. Okay, that's just me, though. Well,
2: I, I we're gonna have me. co-sweet baby angels. I think Nerd got my vote. Thank you, I
4: but, I, but you. I, and I say
2: that because I think he comes across as the big bro that looks out for everybody, and uh, and that's why. But I love Grayson. But I don't know. If we can give two like it's like this it's like the Hustle War right
0: yeah. Sure, we'll, we'll have to have a debate on this
2: Triple
1: B says read the small print Lindsay has the right to change void or do away with sweet <laughs> son's baby angel whenever she sees fit uh,
4: Triple B gets it
1: oh. that I must I be I... that must be in her contract in that it really is. fine it print <laughs> that looks like lines at the bottom yep.
4: Um, okay, we have a super chat here from I know, go down, I what know that one myself. guy, mm-hmm. and they said hot take, but I feel like Nurk deserved the star, but that's just me.
0: He was the best player through like the middle portion of the game, I think, but then KD in the third and the second half, like he took over and he was the best player in kind of securing the win, so you could go either way, but I am I would go with the guy that had 33 on 10 of 16 like especially team high plus twenty return to Brooklyn. Like he he was our star of the game. But they were both really, really great. They were tonight. They it, were.
4: You you yeah. couldn't have gone wrong if you interchange it mm-hmm. or if they were if we swapped In, them. Yeah. Sorry, I, was, I get it. They I'm were interested the angel yeah. thing. I am you get it. if you swapped the two of them, I don't think you would have been wrong either. Yeah. Um I think both of them deserve to be highlighted tonight and mm-hmm. they both deserve uh, a lot of flowers um lol in the chat said my vote goes to nurk as well and then followed up with remember that one time when he shoved that guy for standing over kd that was sweet honestly that was (laughs) was. if somebody did that for me i'd be like are we best friends because we're best friends now I'm just yeah. saying. I'm
0: just saying. See, I feel like that's more like Archangel Enforcer shit. Like, that's Archangel Gambriel. That's Listen, not the Sweet Baby Angel.
4: Sweet Baby Angel <laughs> <Sweet baby laughs> doesn't mean angel, like, that you are I like Archangel, like Archangel Nurk.
0: Like Archangel Nurk. He's going to kick some ass. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but Sweet Baby Angel, <laughs> he's going to sit there. Or, or and, a Hells Angel Nurk. I, thi- I feel yeah, like a Sweet like, Baby like, Angel move is to <laughs> sit at the podium and kindly tell Suns fans to cheer louder. games. <laughs> like, <laughs> that was crazy. Could you see
1: Nurk in one of those biker uh, sleeveless jackets? Totally, yeah. A Hells oh, Angel Nurk? Yeah.
4: Yep. Yep. All right, guys, let's take a look at the numbers presented by Desert Financial Credit Union. Arizona's number one credit union named by Forbes.
0: Uh, what's in the box? Uh, yeah, so Suns did a really good job on the boards. As we mentioned, Nurk was huge on that front with 11 rebounds. They out-rebounded the Nets 42 to 27. Free throw attempts were huge for the Suns and helped them pull away. They were 24 for 32. The Nets only attempted 13 and made 10 of them. Fourth quarter points: The Suns still lost the fourth quarter, but it was only by three points. They lost thirty-three to thirty, so we can we can live with that when you're heading into the fourth up by double digits. And the bench points: The Suns were actually ahead in this category until basically garbage time. So it doesn't count. Uh, but they did have twenty-four bench points. The Nets had twenty-eight, and I think you can live with that. On, even especially like in a double-digit win on a night where Bradley Beal doesn't have a fantastic game, like that's that's pretty good. We'll take that. Yeah, You
4: love to see good numbers like this. Um, And like you said, the bench point kind of a little bit skewed there towards the end. Mm -hmm. Um, But you brought up Bradley Beal. And I think we could look at a couple super chats here about Brad. So um, we got one from Black Mason. And they said, I'm wondering if Beal is going to get upset from the low shot attempts. He walked off on a few of his teammates shots. And he only took eight shots again. And then Trevor sent one that said, Perk. Is starting drama about Beal's body language.
1: I'm sick no. of
4: the body Cut it language Cut it conversation. <laughs> Cut it out. Well, that's out. Perk, so. Perk, okay. yeah,
2: Perk. I'm yeah, sorry, did you hear but... what Perk just said today? No, by I'm, Joel Embiid. No. Oh, not Joel Embiid. Kendrick Perkins just came out today and said the Seventy Sixers should shut Joel Embiid down for the entire season the because season. of yeah, like,
3: <laughs> Perk, like basically <laughs>
2: saying, like basically break. saying Joel Embiid should be in bubble wrap. Because he can't like so take everything he says with a grain of salt. Perk take it with salt. a whole carton of salt because yeah, that
0: dude yeah. spits out the worst sports takes if, I've ever seen in my life. If we
4: talked about Charles Barkley the other day yeah. and making hot takes to stay relevant and all those things, Perk is on another level yeah. as far as that goes.
1: And the and the shot attempt thing, right? He mm. had eight tonight, but a Monday, twenty-one, Sunday, thirteen, Friday, thirteen, Wednesday. Uh, 15, Monday the 22nd, 17, Sunday the 21st, 16. He's got his opportunities. Tonight was just his... His night where he took fewer. Like, right. we've seen KD have those nights. We've seen Book have those nights. Tonight was Beals where he took fewer. There, There's nothing to be upset it's, about.
0: It's here. it's an ebb and flow, and the Suns' offense was working. I mean, they shot 62% from the floor tonight, 50% from three. Like, their, their offense was good. There are going to be some nights, and there are going to be some cases where a guy is frustrated because he doesn't get the ball or he's not getting enough shots. But at the end of the day, if they're winning, it doesn't matter. And I think these three decided to play together, knowing that there would be those hurdles that you have to come, those chemistry moments where you have to kind of figure out that flow. And that's the whole reason that it's good that these guys have been healthy and you still have 30-some games left in the season to continue building that rhythm together. Like, that's what this is all about.
4: I also think we have to remember right now, specifically with Bradley Beal, as far as, like, any body language type of stuff goes or even like his shot attempts, there's going to be, we talked about this when he first got hit in the face. Like it's a learning curve Mm -hmm. dealing with the mask, getting your vision down in the, what while wearing the mask and all that type of stuff. So a lot of that frustration and that body language could be from some of these funky shots where he is just like, Brad, what's going on here or turnover or something of that nature. I mean, we, we're starting to see less of them now that he's got an actual mask on that fits his face. But, uh-huh. like, we have to take that into consideration here. Like, give him a little bit of a grace period as far as figuring out and navigating having to wear that.
2: Yeah, I, that's part of it, lens But I will say this. There, there's a lot of stuff to the Brad Beal onion. There's a lot of layers to that onion. Okay, first things first. This is a guy who has been the primary scorer on his respected Bad team Mm. for a very long time and was a 30-point scorer in the NBA but had no success winning. Okay, so adjustment number one, Brad has to learn how to come be effective on a winning team. Mm -hmm. We just saw Terry Rozier say the exact opposite. Losing is different in Miami when we're just used to losing in Shaw. Mm -hmm. Well, Brad right now, there's a couple adjustments. One, he's got to adjust to uh, learning how to play on a winning team. Mm -hmm. learning how to be effective without being the primary guy on said team, right? And then when people tell me about his body language, I can tell you, and I can say this with the utmost honesty and and trust in the people I talk to. When you see Brad's body language bad, it ain't because he's mad at nobody else. He's mad at himself, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay? That's how Brad operates. Um, If his body language is off, it's typically because he's saying... Damn, I could do better. I could have made more shots. I could have done this better. And so he's been in a little bit of funk since he broke his nose. And I think that body language thing is more about him being upset because he knows he can play better. But he'll he'll come around. Brad still got a lot of adjusting to do. I, I think he, he's he's a good enough player to figure it out.
0: Yeah, and then like everyone's gonna focus on the encore body language, but like I said, when they are winning. Things are good. And you could see it from his body language after the game. Nurk retweeted a photo that someone tweeted. Uh, with Bradley Beal kind of photobombing him in the background, and he's got a lo- little love sign up, big grin if on his this face. This
4: isn't good body he's, language. I don't yeah, know he, what is. He's, he's I don't know. I, it's, not, it's not a full Come smile. On.
0: Yeah.
1: The heart's a little lopsided, maybe even
0: partially broken. I just
1: I don't I don't buy that this is good body language. No. Uh, you know I think I think that's an angry heart that he's putting up behind Nurk.
0: And look at Nurk's not even looking at him.
4: I mean look. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he has his. Nurk's like you, I don't care. I don't want to see you.
1: Brad Beal is doing this behind nerds back Mm. how dare he yeah right this is just not good of course audio (laughs) listeners i'm being completely sarcastic yeah 100
4: percent um but nate in the chat said dude is expressive y'all just need to learn that like he is expressive on in in every sense of the word right when things are going really well or there's a big moment you can look at bradley beal and he's gonna be cheesing ear to ear like Mm -hmm. that's just who he is
0: he called our defense trash because yeah. it was. He's no, honest. Yeah. He's he is. He is. He is.
1: Why we have cheeks? Don't forget <laughs> that.
2: If 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 there were an award to give to somebody on this team about being just a good dude mm. across the board, it's hands down Brad Beal, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean the dude sat in the backcourt and risked a backcourt violation to give Joshua Koge credit for making the steal. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the game before that, picked an opponent up while a play is live, mm-hmm. helped him up off the floor and said, hey, man... Let me help you up. And that said opponent went in and and, and, and helped get uh, offensive. Are you trying to help his cause? No, 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 no. (laughs) No, no, no. I'm just trying to point out the fact that Brad Beal, in essence, is just a good dude. So when when I see people talk about his body language, I know it's not malicious. That's what I'm trying to make a point of. It's not malicious. Brad's a good dude.
4: So as of right now, I don't think any of us are worried about Bradley Beal. We no, can revisit that conversation if we feel like we need to at a, at a later point, but I'm not.
0: There's there's going to be ebbs and flows to this. There's going to be nights where one guy has less shot attempts than the other two guys and maybe even a third guy, like a Nurkic like tonight or like mm-hmm. a Grayson Allen like the nights he's gone off. The Suns are still eighth in offensive rating, despite only being eight games over 500. Their starting five, their preferred starting five, has an astronomical offensive rating that would lead the NBA. So anybody freaking out about the offense or how the touches are being distributed fundamentally doesn't know basketball and how this works when you're trying to incorporate this many major pieces, as well as a bunch of new role players who haven't played together before. It's going to take... Some time there's gonna be ebbs and flows to this. By the way,
1: Dagoon had the comment of the night. He said, "I hear Monty still hasn't talked to her." <laughs> oh no! Damn.
0: no. Oh, <laughs> I thought
1: that was a good one. Uh, on the uh, on the uh, back to the numbers a, a bit, I was encouraged by the free throws being up at, at thirty two because we had seen uh, a few games where they were not getting specific calls. I'm still not happy at it, at seventy five percent though. They've had it. They've had some weird misses. Over the last couple of weeks, that, but again, not a trend, not something I'm freaking out about. Just, I'd like,
0: they're just okay. still, I think they're still top five yeah. in free throw percentage. Like, yeah. They've I, been a very good team in that regard. I know yeah. it stands out when they miss free throws because they're so good. Well,
1: and it stands out when they shoot 62% overall and yeah. only 75 for free throws. Yeah. You're like, you're like, that, that's usually not that close of a uh, mm-hmm. percentage,
4: is there? Yeah. Espo, you know what the numbers also tell us? What's that? That You can save money at Circle K with their free membership program, Inner Circle. If you download Inner Circle today, uh, you're going to save $0.25 per gallon on your first five fill-ups. You'll save $0.03 per gallon every day after that. And then if you rank up, you could save even more per gallon every day depending on Uh, how frequent of a flyer you are Get to my level. Get that five cents off again. Plus, you get every six free on a selection of Circle K products. So join Inner Circle for free by downloading the Circle K app today. Terms and conditions do apply at participating locations. Visit circlek.com for all the details.
1: Flex, let let me ask you a question. (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) I heard a rumor this Uh week. And you're my guy. You got the sources. This one's close to you. Is it true you've never had a real taco? Oh Oh, God!
0: (laughs) Not this again!
2: Uh, I've never had a real taco, but where can I get one? The stress.
1: Oh, this is an ad read. I just (laughs) was (laughs) concerned about about your eating habits here. (laughs) Um, But if it was an ad read, you know who I tell you to go to? Some burros. That's right. (laughs) I told you I got that gift card. We're going. You and I are going to go to the one near the near the casa. We're going to enjoy some tacos. I'm going to get you appropriate tacos. You probably never had a mini chimmy either. Have I have no idea what you even said. All right. Well, then uh, that's good. And <laughs> I can feed you anything and just tell you it's a mini Flex. chimmy. But our friends at some burros. WTI!
4: I don't know what that is, chimichanga? man. chimichanga? Never had
1: it. I never had a
2: chimichanga. Oh, no. my, not, I must... You I must put uh, it right in front of me. I wouldn't know what a chimichanga is. I must educate
1: my man in the ways of some burros, oh. and we will do that. They're family-owned and operated, Flex. I know family's a big deal yeah. for you. Uh, they, they cook this yes. meal like they're cooking it for their family, okay. and that's why it's so good. Over with our friends at some boroughs, they were voted Arizona's most loved Mexican restaurant. So try their popular Fiesta Plata. Fiesta means party flex. Okay, gotcha. Uh, <laughs> it's loaded with mouth-watering red and green chili beef. That's a, a mouth-watery right now. <laughs> uh, mini chimneys, like I mentioned, taquitos, those are wrap tacos, if you are okay. wondering. Chips, I think you know what that is. Fresh I mean. guac, and their famous sauce, so let some boroughs cater. You're your next big meal or small, order online or find one near you by visiting
4: sunburrows.com. All right, guys, uh, we talked briefly about the fourth quarter at mm-hmm. the top of the show, but let's dive into it a little bit more. One of the biggest things from tonight was that book started the fourth quarter mm-hmm. out there on the court for the sun. St. Katie sat out. What did you think about that adjustment? Do you feel like that's something they should continue to experiment with?
0: It's, it's worth a look at this point, I think. Like, obviously, they I think they went on a 4-2 and two run to start, and then the Nets went on like an 8-0 and o run after that. So it didn't fully fix the problem. But, again, this was one of the first times we've seen that configuration out there. So I'm big on the reps. I'm big on getting familiarity in that way. I think that's part of what we saw. Um, but they were able to, like I said, right the ship after that and keep it in double figures for the rest of the way and that's the encouraging thing to me so no it doesn't fix everything right off the bat that there's we didn't mean to start this perception but there was this misperception that like oh if you start book to start the fourth everything's going to be fine not necessarily but it's going to take some time and i think it's worth trying because we've seen what doesn't work to this point and it'd be better to switch things up than to keep bashing your head on the same ceiling
2: well, I, I think it goes back to the psychological point that we've been talking about for quite some time. I think it's gotten into their heads, mm-hmm. and I think today was a step in the right direction by kind of switching things up a little bit. You mm-hmm. know what? There's a there's a pattern that's you know book goes out and we start to kind of uh, lo- lose our way a little bit. So you know what? Now we're going to come in tonight and let book start the fourth. And although statistically it didn't look as good as maybe we would want it to. Mm-hmm. We don't know how it affected the team psychologically. I mean, they, they, they only lost the third quarter by three points. Mm. I question how many of those – did we even lose that quarter? Mm. Because we we went to the bench and it was garbage minutes and stuff like that. So um, I like it. I like it. I think they needed a sh- psychological shift, and they got that. And so now we see if it continues or do we go back.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I think you keep doing it unless you get a backup point guard at the
2: deadline.
0: Yeah.
1: If you have a if you have a primary ball handler in in that bench, I think you may turn to that individual to start the fourth with Beal with KD uh, and keep booking in more of a rhythm that he's familiar with. But if you don't get that, I think you got to stay this way and just it, just a comment I, mentally like you're talking about any change kind of helps break you out of that right, mm-hmm. and you kind of hope that this starts a pattern. For this group, where okay, books out there, we won that this one. There wasn't problems. Happens again. Then all of a sudden, you get out of that that mental funk. That I mean, even all of us outside of flex, we all know flex doesn't doesn't look the fourth that way. But a lot of us, you go, oh no, again, mm-hmm. not again, and yeah. uh, and there was a moment of that here. It corrected itself quickly, but uh, so I think they'll keep with that unless they get somebody that can be that that ball handler. So,
4: a couple things from the chat. DL said I liked Vogel's speech going into the fourth. Gave them a goal of scoring 30, and they did that. So, step in the right direction. Mm -hmm. So, this season the Suns are averaging 24.5 points per game in the fourth quarter. They, like DL said, they got to 30 tonight. So, um, improvement. That's great. We love to see it. Progress is always a solid thing. It's just now a matter of. Making it a more consistent thing because we talked about that in the pregame show, and everybody in the chat was joking. We are consistent in the fourth quarter. We're just consistently bad. Right <laughs> now, we want to be consistently good or con- consistently taking steps to be a great fourth quarter team.
2: Yeah, I, I mean, I like I, I just like to keep it pretty simple. A thirty-point quarter in the NBA is good. Mm-hmm. It's fucking fantastic. If you do that over four quarters, you're averaging 120 points a game. So they got 30, like. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't have it's a quarter under 30. better than 14. Yeah. It's, it's way better than 14. <laughs> and, again, Bath. I wonder. No, I'm, I'm just saying. I wonder, like, 30 is a really good quarter in the NBA. Um, and there's still people that are saying it was an all right quarter. And I'm like, it's 30 points, man. I don't care how you chop it up. It's 30 points. I mean, what did you want, 40?
4: It's an all right quarter by the standards that we have all collectively set for the Suns.
2: I, I just don't know that 40 is realistic. 35, no, no, no. no. Like, it's not, it's yeah. not
4: about the number, I don't think, of points. It's about the the ups and downs throughout the moments where it's like, WTF is going on. Like, can we not do this, please? It's that. If, yeah.
0: if this team hadn't done this so many times, we would have looked at this game and been like, well, they gave us a small scare in the fourth. But yeah. we, we dominated yeah. that game for the most part. And yeah. we wouldn't have cared that they lost the fourth quarter. It's yeah. because of the trauma that we've built up right. over the course of this season yes. when that, that game clock changes to fourth quarter.
4: Yes. Uh, we also have a super chat from Sith Lord. Thank you for sending your super chat. They said, I think they should inject an energy guy for the first two minutes of the fourth. Lee, that two or little just to start the fourth with some tempo.
0: I don't what think, think, think I don't Lee's
1: going to – oh, he's talking Saban. Saban. I was just saying, no, I don't
0: no, think no, no, going
2: to be much better. No,
4: Sabin.
0: I think Josh Akogi might be that guy. Akogi, yes. I I think, and we'll talk about the bench in a little bit, but I I do think the bench has made some strides over the last week or two that are encouraging for me looking ahead to what the playoff rotation might look like. Um, You know, I I feel like Metu has kind of been in the doghouse for the last couple of weeks. He's been outside on the fringe. I feel like KBD has done pretty well in his minutes, so – Something to keep an eye on, but I don't I feel like a Kogi is kind of that energy guy yeah, on, on both ends. Yeah.
2: I, I of all the people, he didn't mention a Kogi. And I get what he's trying to say, but I, I think Akogi's that guy. Um and Akogi was really good today. He started out really well, mm-hmm. got that energy up. I mean, the bench has been good. I mean, last two games they've been good. They almost had 50 the last game. What do they have? 24 tonight? 48.
0: They had twenty four tonight. They
2: had twenty four tonight. So I mean, um, we talked about it. You also got to remember there's no grace now
0: Right. So, so no Gordon that, on the bench. No
2: Gordon on the bench, correct. So if, if you want to keep it real and you want to add Gordon's numbers to that bench, um, yeah, you got you got damn near 50 points tonight, right? How much did Gordon have? Gordon
0: had 17. 17, so, okay. See, yeah. I'm,
2: I'm not great at math, but you know, I'm somewhere <laughs> around it.
0: 41. Not yeah. far yeah. off from 50 for, so 40, you're
2: right. for, 41. <laughs> and then six players in double digits. Yeah.
0: So,
1: well, I, I also think that Eubanks could be that energy guy at times mm-hmm. and if you wind up having him starting in that fourth, I, I don't know. Like I, I want to just see if, if the book experiment calms things down and that that's enough to just change the tide uh, or whatever you do at the deadline. And I'm not convinced they do anything uh, just based on anything. What's a, well, based on what's available, I, nothing of any significance. I'm not convinced that it's not going to be something that's going to impact your fourth quarters necessarily. Okay. Maybe, maybe it will be, but I'm, I'm of the mindset, let's expect that this is probably about what you have going into yeah. it. So figure out how how to fix it internally, and I hope the book stuff is enough. There.
0: You, you are probably, even if you add two or three players at the trade deadline, you're probably maybe going to get one, two tops that will actually be in your playoff rotation, and that feels like a stretch. Like, yeah. you don't have a lot of trade assets at your disposal. Your rotation is kind of stabilizing itself as it is, so... We shouldn't be expecting any needle movers. Maybe one guy who can come in and give you solid playoff minutes off the bench, and that's Agreed. that's what the hope should probably be.
2: I, I do think they're going to make a move. I agree with you guys. I, I don't see a, a big needle mover, but I do think there's going to be opportunity to add a guy that could be in that eight-man playoff rotation when it all shakes out. So mm-hmm. uh, we still got a week, though. You I know, think you guys
4: are absolutely wrong. I think Dagoon and I have figured it out. Oh, I mean, yeah? You guys are just missing what the mark. What's that? So yeah. We're just going to trade for Giannis. Duh.
3: Oh, okay. So you're that makes trading, sense. You're trading Katie for
1: Giannis? When? Stop it. Lindsey Smith Why is demanding Katie no, oh,
4: <laughs> no, we're um, just going to trade our second round picks. I'm it's fine. Kidding. The They're... Bucks already said yes. And we're going to celebrate with some Four Peaks beer. <laughs>
3: there we go. Maybe we just
1: trade out some Four Peaks for
4: Giannis. I bet you they would say yes for that. Why it wouldn't Milwaukee. you? It we Milwaukee. What we'll do is we'll take the Suns Brew, which is delightful, but we'll make it seem like it's a Bucks Brew mm-hmm. on the outside. They're going to fall in love with the beer because it's so tasty, but then the Bucks Brew part of it will be like the icing on the cake. That really seals the
1: deal. I, I lived in Milwaukee, and they tell you, oh, Milwaukee, beer, tap, no. No. None of that beer is anywhere near as good as what they have at Four Peaks. And believe me, I drank a lot of Milwaukee beer when I was there underage, but don't yes. you didn't hear me say that. Uh, but it, nothing like Four Peaks. Four Literally, Peaks is great. Literally,
4: the ad read says, you must be 21 you or older be. to drink <laughs> I, Four Peaks You beer. must be. And we ask you, please drink responsibly. That's what I'm saying. Four Peaks, Don't you me wait. Don't like You wait
1: for Four Peaks. You wait for the good stuff.
4: We're going to get an email tomorrow, uh, but make sure you visit fourpeaks.com <laughs> slash locator to find all your favorite beers and events. And check them out on social at Four Peaks Brewer at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest at Arizona's hometown brewery. And one more time, you got to be 21 or older, okay? Don't please. you forget it.
0: Important.
1: Please drink responsibly. <laughs> flex yeah
4: <laughs> go ahead
1: baby go ahead set me up what are we like
2: an hour and a half from uh from our home yeah mm-hmm. i mean we all the way out in vegas it feels like
1: that <laughs> but yeah uh, i mean you can win big out here at bed mgm like <laughs> vegas but uh you know what's uh in between here and home that we can stop and at guess if what we, tomorrow is if too. we need to if we need to take a nap what's that yeah. I don't know. Awesome. River Resorts Dang. and Casinos. There's actually two of them on our way home. <laughs> our way home. Two oh, between so you could,
4: here and you home. We could make two stops. We could take two nights. <laughs> <You> guys, tomorrow <laughs> is an off day. You yep. should do this. There you I, go. What are these off
1: Live days you guys it. talk about? All right. That's you don't Flex, you can stop and take your off day. I'll nap and then go home <laughs> to come to work tomorrow. Gotcha. I and our friends at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. They are my favorite place. To go hang out, they've got great food, they've got unbelievable entertainment. Oh, and guess what? They got the best gambling in the state with a BetMGM sportsbook in the locations as well. Mm -hmm. Everything that you could want is right there, and they offer an authentic and immersive experience. You're going to get nowhere else on unprecedented kind of service that you're getting from them. So uh, head to Gila River Resorts and Casinos and let them show you what Next Level is all about. Ask them for the ESPO special. They'll look at you and go, we don't know what the hell that is, (laughs) but we'll still treat you well. Uh, You (laughs) do you at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. Visit Play at Gila.com for more details.
4: All right. So we briefly brought up the bench scoring and contributions tonight. We cannot have a post-game show Mm -hmm. after this game Mm -hmm. without giving a little bit of love to our guy, Josh Akovi.
3: (laughs) Everybody out here was cheering
4: for Josh. We got a three from him tonight, Mm -hmm. and we also got a three from KB. Tell them why that's important. Flex, you and I, we've got our guys, we got our guys. I know that if Josh Akogi hits a three, it's a good night for the Suns. You know that if KBD hits a three, it's a good night for the Suns. Like, we're committed to this at this point. We got it. Espo yeah. looked up the stats, though. Like, we don't care about the stats. It's all about vibes for me and Flex okay, right yeah. here with sure. these guys. But, but let's, let's look at the numbers. There are numbers? There let, are numbers.
1: Let me say this. Oh, Lindsey's vibe meter works. Flex's doesn't. What? I <laughs> believe- <laughs>
4: it's not bad. Yours okay. isn't bad. They're 8-7 eight
1: eight when KBD hits a 3. Okay. And uh, they were 9. Well, now they're 10-4 and four Ooh, when yeah. Josh Akogi okay. hits. Okay. Hold on, hold on, so. hold on,
4: hold on. 8-7 Better not- stat. Better stat. Terrible.
2: Better stat. Look up what their record is when they both hit a three in the same game.
4: Ooh, that'd be a good one. Flex. We'll do that later. I later. do. I do not, not have now. time to no, handwrite things down like no, I do. No, no, no. I don't mean that now. <laughs> Gerald, Eventually. what do they do?
2: <laughs> what
3: is their Gerald, record when they're both in a It's right <laughs> off the top of your head I totally. It. Yeah.
2: <laughs> they undefeated, right, G? Basically. Yeah, they undefeated. undefeated. Mm-hmm. Me and Lindsay <laughs> gotta figure it out. Frank, you better give us a call. We got the whole I, thing for you to play I,
1: it's I, be- I believe it's like uh, some of those solar eclipses that it happens once every seventy five years when both of them are like.
4: Oh man. You're a big old wet blanket right Me and Lizzie
2: he got something going here. I feel
4: it. Yes, but uh, the vibes are always immaculate when you can get a JO3 or a KBD3. It's always fun to watch those guys knock down those shots. Um, for me specifically, of course, you guys know I'm obsessed with Josh Kogi I love everything he brings to the game. So hitting those shots are super fun. But the energy, the effort, the hustle plays that we get from yeah. Jo night in and night out are also invaluable. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to give a little love to Josh Kogi. We, no, we did.
1: We did have a Jo No moment though. He did airball one of those. Si. Three. Si. Well, si. Si. Nobody saw <laughs> si. There's there's a reason that we that was have, a heat check. Why and that's,
4: are you the way that you are? There,
1: we yeah. Do, yeah. we There's a reason we have a a saying around here that we stick to. Uh, Eric, do you have that for the people? <laughs> we don't talk about Jo No 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 because when we <laughs> I do then he airballs one? People are shouting, knocked down three point shooter, and then the poor guy can't concentrate and he misses one. <laughs>
2: that was a heat stick, check, bro. Stick to the rule. He had just got like oh, a man. little 7-0 run by himself. It was a heat check, dog. Yeah. See, heat check. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut. <laughs>
1: right. I, I don't talk about Jo. No, no, That's
4: no. right. By That's the way, I'm as con- Nate said in the chat, nobody asked. I'm, con-
1: <laughs> I'm convinced. Nobody asked. I, it was Austin that said that, and I'm convinced Austin, oh, sorry, is, Austin is actually Austin, is actually Saul's burner account. <laughs> I'm convinced of it.
3: i would
0: mad at
4: that. I
0: don't, I feel like we always do this with J.O. where we talk about the three point shooting, but like, that's not, that. that's, yeah. not just, no, that's just my, the
4: extra. That's the sprinkle.
0: That's not, yeah, that's not even how I would start to evaluate. Like, everyone's no. going to focus on that because it's glaringly obvious when he has a shot he needs to take or when he misses a bad three that's like wide open or whatever. Yeah. And I, I get that. But like, 11 points tonight, seven rebounds, 11 points, seven rebounds last game. Like, he was very efficient. He's been an energy guy. He's been starting to string together games just like Eric Gordon, just like Drew Eubanks. And that might be your eight-man rotation. Like, yeah. it might be looking ahead to the playoffs. So, hopefully, he can continue to do that.
1: Yeah, let me let me be clear. Amazing defensively. Yeah. His hustle, his energy is fantastic. I, we like to have a little fun when yeah. it comes to the three-point shooting. Yeah. Know? Yeah.
4: All right, um, let's take a peek at some remaining Super Chats here. Rome sent us two of them. Thank you, Rome. They said, let's try this again, Espo. When roll guys play, we win. Well, they
1: yeah.
0: play every night. It's when they play well. Shout out but. Drew Eubanks. He has gone, what is he now, 20 for 22 in his last seven games. Nice. Pretty damn good.
4: And then uh, Rome sent us another one. They said, Flex, we take in a dub on the people back home.
2: Let them know. Let them know. I, my phone blowing up. The hell with them Brooklyn cats. <laughs> Go to sleep. It's late.
4: Um, okay. Two trade questions here from the Super Chats. We got PHX Valley Champs. They said, Flex, any trade updates will make the all-star team. And then uh, Khalil sent us one, and they said, if Lowry gets bought out, can we get it? No.
2: You can't get Lowry.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Lowry, you can't because of the— He makes more than
2: 12 men. Yes, you can't get Lowry. And then uh, as far as trade updates, guys, listen, we're working on something coming up where we're going to get into all this stuff. The Suns are making calls. They're looking for an athletic wing. I spoke to someone close to the team today that told me they are looking at some backup point guards potentially. Um, but it's a fluid situation, and it's the usual suspects, whether it's the Royce O'Neills of the world, the Biles Bridges, the Nick Richards. Um, you know, th- there isn't much for the Suns to try to go get at this point, and they don't have many assets. So unless something changes drastically over the next week, somebody— potentially that they thought they can get a first round pick for, they realize they can't. Mm -hmm. And now they'll take two or three seconds that changes things, but we still got a week. So when we, as we get closer, we'll give you guys more of an update. Mm -hmm.
4: Yes. And then uh, the very last thing that I will, we will leave you guys with is um, two things. So shout out to again, everybody who came out to hang out with us at the watch party tonight. It was a lot of fun. Yes, We met a lot of new people who were able to join us and it was really great meeting all of you guys and just having this time together. Um, these We keep saying this every single time this year, but it's genuinely true. They're getting bigger and better. Yeah. It's, it's becoming, uh, I don't know. There's The vibes are are solid.
0: Beanie Brigade?
4: Yeah. <laughs> the vibes are elite. It feels like elite. family. Um, the, most, the most elite part of tonight was that oh, I are. made a joke on a couple <laughs> shows ago. Not even a joke. It was actually for real, for real. I wanted everyone to wear a beanie. Um, And then some of the diehards in the Discord decided that today was the day that we were going to do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Gerald showed up for me on the squad here, but all these homies showed up for me. Uh, We had a whole Beanie Babies moment. Beanie Babies. with the boys. Beanie Bunch. Beanie Bunches.
0: Beanie Weenies.
4: Whatever (laughs) it is, we haven't decided on the official hashtag yet. Uh, but just wanted to say again, thank you all for hanging out with us and making my dreams come true of having a beanie night.
0: I'm glad that two years us. into this job, Lindsay us. finally feels seen on the job. <laughs> I'm
1: glad you've got picked the 80-degree day to do it on, too. This, but it I've been fine. scratching
0: this stupid thing all show. That's because love. you picked
1: the biggest label ever you know on a what?
3: beanie. That's
0: Only beanie love. that I own. Switchfoot. By the way, love.
1: can I before we go, I want to give one shout-out to Devin Booker, who on the radio post game show with John Bloom, gave Dave King a shout-out. Thank you, Book, for understanding the culture here, mm-hmm. understanding how important the fans are, and recognizing a true one uh, in Dave King. So much uh, much appreciation to you there, Book.
4: Yes, absolutely. Thank you all for being here and joining us tonight. Uh, as I mentioned, we will not have a show tomorrow for you. We're going to take tomorrow off from uh, live shows, but we will still have content up on social and on and our YouTube page to make sure you check it out and give the show a follow at PHNX underscore sons, but we will have a show for you on Friday, pregame and postgame. And until we see you then, you can follow me at Lindsay Smith you can follow Flex at Flex from Jersey, you can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay, and of course, you can follow Espo at Espo. Espo, take us home.
1: Hey, the security guard just told us you don't have to go home, but you get <laughs> the heck up out of here. So we're going to pack up now. Ahoy, hoy.